0: Are you tired of all the voices who say, focus on the bottom line numbers?
1: Say whatever you have to, just close the sale.
0: Just get the credit card. It
1: doesn't matter what you deliver. You will never build a successful business until you grow a pair and stop caring so much. Here, we respectfully disagree. We give you permission to embrace who you are, how much you care, and encourage you to design a business that works for you and your clients. Welcome to the Art of Giving a Damn, the podcast that proves with every single episode that you can create a profitable business doing what you're passionate about and making a positive difference in the world. Now, here's your host, Michelle
0: Schaefer. Hey, welcome back for another episode of The Art of Giving a Damn and welcome to season 3. I am so excited with the guests that we've got to bring you this season. Today our guest is someone who I know you are going to absolutely love. Kelly, thanks so much for coming on the show.
1: Absolutely. I'm so excited to be here with you, Michelle.
0: You have got such a cool message. So just by quick way of bio here, for those who don't know you yet, uh, Kelly is a mom, a business executive, a best-selling author, and an influencer. She loves helping others with strategies to overcome self-sabotage. I know we've got their attention now, Kelly, (laughs) and find more joy. She's the author of the brand new book, uh, Big Voices, and the founder of a movement that is named after that book. Uh, Kelly, tell us a little bit about Big Voices, both the book and the movement, and what brought you to that?
1: Yeah, so you know, my story is just, it's interesting. It started, you know, about 15 years ago, I was a high achiever, um, used a lot of masculine energy to build a successful mortgage business for myself. And, and if somebody would have asked me, are you happy? I likely would have said, yeah, like, have you seen my house and my cars and I travel? And, and really, I didn't know what I didn't know at that time. Mm. And in 2002, my mom, who was probably the person whose attention and significance I seeked the most, was diagnosed with dementia, at at 57 and my world literally just shifted because I had to start asking bigger questions like why am I working so hard I don't get to take any of these things with me and I watched this woman who had been such a you know just a driver and I mean she was the pound hustler let me tell you mm-hmm. she was just constantly you know just moving and never slowed down and and I really just started mm-hmm. to realize that I wasn't happy. Um, I was stressed and I was addicted to success in a way that was not healthy because every other area of my life really hadn't been taken care of. And so Big Voices is the accumulation over 15 years of being in the spiritual and personal development world and learning how to maintain success in a business world and maintain success on a spiritual level so it is really more of an invitation to women to believe that you can live differently you can live in your feminine power and you can be successful maintain joy and minimize a lot of the self-suffering that we actually cause ourselves so that's really what big voices is about michelle
0: that is such an important topic, I think, for us as women, because there is that that myth of a uh, superwoman supposed to do it all, and yet it feels nearly impossible to juggle
1: all of those balls for most of us. It's a lot to keep in the air. It is, and... It's one of those that, if we really look, there haven't been a lot of mentors Mm -hmm. since the glass ceiling shattered. You know, we see both sides. We see super successful women that haven't had families, and Mm -hmm. we don't have a lot of role models that have been out there, And, and it's because most of them are hidden, I would imagine. There's probably tons of women that have found this way, but no one has really created like these new rules for how to maintain success.
0: Absolutely, and it does feel like that's what's happening right now is there's, there's new rules that you don't necessarily have to choose between career or family, but how do you navigate that is this, this whole new sea for a lot of us. Yeah,
1: and, and at the end of it, it's really about energy because I think what's happening is we are wearing ourselves out by wearing masks that really hide our true authenticity in order to create more success Mm. in a business world. So then when we get home, we're still coming home with this get stuff done where our families may need us to be more nurturing and understanding and accepting of what they're going through. And so really in order to change this whole dynamic, because the younger children, since women have begun to build bigger careers from themselves, have suffered. You know, obesity is up. With children, um, you know, the, yeah. the level of pressure, uh, addiction, suicide, all of the markers that we look at a, at a generalized health of a, of a certain group has been sacrificed. And, and I think it's just because we can't be responsible for 80% of raising our kids when we're working and we're doing all of these other things. Like We really need to have an equal distribution of you know, responsibilities that shifts in the future.
0: That's such an important thing to be aware of. And I think a lot of the women I work with, one of the things we run into when we get into, okay, what's our fear here? And so often it's not actually failure. Our fear is success in the corporate world and in our businesses, because we look at the generation before us and we see the sacrifices they made family wise to have success. And so I think a lot of times we look at it and go, well, if I choose to be successful in my business, it means I don't have time with my family or it means my kids are going to feel the way I felt growing up. Some of those things come up a lot. So how do you address that piece of the shift with, with clients and with the work you
1: do? The shift, I would say, is really just understanding that as as businesses grow and corporations grow, that we need to be more aware that this is a challenge. You know, when you report – you know, the number of females that are in executive positions or leadership positions, it's not because they're not qualified and it's not even because the company is passing them up. It's like you said, Michelle, is that we have women that are afraid to take that position knowing that they would have to sacrifice so many other things. So we need to create a world in which we don't need to sacrifice it when you know when you look at productivity productivity goes down the longer somebody works so we're really not getting anything as we as we're working a 60 70 hour work week from a productivity standpoint so we just need to be aware of that and figure out a way to allow women to go into leadership roles give them a little bit more flexibility and the men too that Life happens, and it doesn't mean that I'm not going to be present when I'm at work, but that I've got other other priorities as well. And so I think it starts from you know, businesses recognizing that women aren't applying because of this reason, and we've got to give them you know, new tools and skills to be able to speak up yeah. about these things and feel confident that if they share this, that they're not going to put their jobs at risk. And there are women that don't want to have kids, and that's great. And really, what I, I that's for such an interesting point. Yeah.
0: Afraid to stop. That was a very loud train.
1: I love it. <laughs>
0: all right I think it's so I'll just pick up and I can edit that piece out okay cool that was awesome did I still have you I was like oh there we go yeah yeah and you, it, was, it was cutting out um, a little I think bit it's so... an incredibly important piece to be aware of and now I have a bee. hang on let me just move this way and then we'll start that part of the conversation again <laughs> yeah
1: it is okay. your video so has I been, think that is an- your video's been stuck for just a little bit. I think maybe there's a little bit of a connectivity challenge. Oh okay, let me let me turn it back off and off. How, is it stuck? Can you see me okay now? It's not it, It's it, showing it, me Now it's it's coming it in. It shows
0: me connected.
1: Oh yeah. good. Okay. All, All right. right. We should be good right here then. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You
0: know, I think that is, that's a really important point because so many women don't bring up those issues and don't talk about it because they're afraid of what happens with that conversation. If we say this is a priority, but so is my family. So how do you address the issue of getting women to speak up and ask for help, whether it's at work, in their business or at home?
1: you got to first figure out what your block is. So I would say that every one of us has a block in in being able to speak our truth. So first and foremost, we have to really understand what we want because a lot of us don't know what we want so we don't have the conversation because we don't really know what we're asking for. So if an employee comes in and is just like, hey, I'm out of balance and I'm having a hard time, that's a much different conversation when I receive it than I need your permission to start working from home on Tuesdays and Thursdays from the hours of three to five because this is exactly what's needed. And so right. we want to be more crystal clear about what help we need in order to create what it is that we want. And so when we're really clear, we've got to, then we can go in and have that conversation. So you've got to remove the blocks. If it's fear, mm. fear is never appropriate in our life unless we're in a dark alley and someone's chasing us. And so we've got to really be able to document, you know, what, what is the fear? Is the fear that I'm going to lose my job is the fear that, you know, my, I'm going to lose the respect of, you know, even somebody that maybe doesn't have kids. I've worked with women that don't have kids. And so they may not be as compassionate to my situation, but it's up to me to prove my value And be able to show them that there will not be a loss in productivity. If anything, you're going to get more from me because the loyalty that's Mm -hmm. developed between employees when you give them permission to speak the truth. Because the worst case that's going to happen is I'm going to say, hey, I am so grateful that you were vulnerable enough to ask me for this. But Mm -hmm. unfortunately, at this moment, it's just not an option. And now they're left with choice. Do I need to find another job that offers more freedom and autonomy? Or can I, can I continue to do this job? But what people do is they get stuck in that paralysis of just wondering what they should do for years. And then their energy is just depleted every single day until they get to a point where they break down. Yeah. And they, you know, they, just, they just can't even move through it. And so we've got to make these decisions quick. It's what do I really want? And then exactly what help is it that I need in order to create that?
0: I love that because I think whether we work inside somebody else's company or our own or even just in everyday family life, when we don't know what we actually need, we're setting the people up around us to fail in supporting us. And that's that's a conversation I've had with a lot of women. They're upset with their spouse or their kids or their parents. And I'll ask them, you know, well, have you let them know exactly what you need? Well, no. Well, then how do you expect them to support you if you don't know what you need? They don't know what you need. People can't support us if we don't ask yeah.
1: clearly. So that's a great point. But many of us haven't been taught how to ask for help. Yeah. So if you look at That's, that's not a, a class age. in school. Yeah. From a young age, there was fear. Like, don't bother me. me. Maybe you had the most important question ever, but then you hear, don't bother me or you're going to be a burden to me. You know, one of the things that I try with my kids every day is to make sure that they know, like, I love being your mom. Like, it's my favorite job. I have other responsibilities too, but I love it because otherwise our children are feeling burdened. Now, those children are going to be in a work environment 20 years from now, feeling like they don't want to be a burden So they don't want to share their truth and things just continue to progressively get worse where we really can change the whole dynamic of joy in this country by stepping into that authentic truth of what I really need to feel successful, not just be. I mean, anyone Mm -hmm. can look like they're successful, but it you really have to be that. And you know, I caught one of your videos the other day on fake it till you make it and I loved your perspective <laughs> because we have a lot of times like it's I need to appear this way where the work right. really needs to be. I need to grow into who a person is that can show up confident, even if I'm right. new. Like, I might have a brand new business. One of your listeners might have a brand new business, but you've got to be confident in sharing the skills that have allowed you to create a new business. You're obviously courageous. You're resilient. You're a risk taker. All of those things are really important to me wanting to do business with somebody. So new or not new, like, you really just have to embrace that, so... I love that
0: because I think sometimes we forget and I think it's where some of the fear comes is we forget to stop and validate ourselves for the positives, for the things that we do have going for us because we're taught so often as women, sit down, be quiet, you know, like you said, don't bother me. And so it feels so uncomfortable sometimes to actually stand up and say, no, hey,
1: I rock at this. This is what I'm good at. Here's how I can help you. Yeah. And it's achieving that balance, right? So we're emotional creatures. And We can't be emotional all the time. One of the strategies that I teach is called my thought management strategy. So if you really think about all of the thoughts that we have on a daily basis, many of them don't serve us. You know, for any woman that believes that you're not worthy, that you're not smart, that you're not talented and gifted and beautiful and a masterpiece, like those thoughts just don't serve us. And we have to learn how to see what thoughts are really coming from that little voice or ego or pattern thinking that was developed and, and be able to just let those go and really grab on to the ones that are like, you're amazing everything's always going to work out for you when you're in your authentic, authentic self. So we've got to learn that the thoughts and emotions, you know, that's the first step of consciousness is to be apart from them. They are just not who we are. And we get a choice, like we get to choose who we are. And a lot of it is just making the choice and then doing the work every day to step into that person. Yeah.
0: I love that because it is something that is in our control and it's so much easier to make those changes when we look at it and go, okay, I can choose my thoughts. I can yeah. choose what's happening around me yeah. uh, in the sense of the pieces I can control. I'm going to control.
1: Yeah. But, you know, Michelle, the truth is it's easier to stay in self-suffering than to step into your feminine warrior power that all of us have. It's just easier because we've always been that way. Our brains are habitual. So if we've done... We have the habit of being negative. We have the habit of being controlling. We have the habit of being insecure. Some of these other habits that have always showed up, Mm -hmm. it's a lot easier because that's just our subconscious runs our life where when you want to get into that place where I'm going to start making more conscious decisions based off of what I know the truth to be, then it's going to take some work. It's just, it's going to take work. But it is so important that we do it it together.
0: And that's where something like connecting with the community, connecting with someone who understands this and can mentor you through it yeah. is just so important because you're right. We don't see a lot of those models in front of us yet. I think it's something yes. that we're shifting towards, yeah. um, but we're kind of in that transition phase. So speaking of community and, and that type of support, where can people go to find out more about you, about how to connect with you and the Big Voices community?
1: <sighs> Yeah, so we actually set up a page for your listeners today. So they can awesome. go to bigvoicesrise.com and it's forward slash giving a damn. Um, it. <laughs> and it's really giving a damn about writing a new story for all of us. You know, the whole idea behind the big voices movement is that the more of us that have first world problems, mm-hmm. because for me, you know, I'm working with people sometimes who are struggling with, time management and the time that they're managing is is it's just really first world things and so we've got to get away from that so that we can really rise up and start helping people that really need us that aren't self-suffering that are actually suffering from hunger poverty you know where you know females just aren't treated the same and Mm -hmm. you know what we've got for you on that page is just a great video on reducing stress We've got my Essentials Toolkit on really just clarifying how to write a new story for yourself and give you some of the tools and strategies that I talk about. And then I've got a blog that you can sign up for where I do try to deliver just wisdom that I learn from every conversation that I have with women out there. Most of us suffer in similar ways. You know, I... uh, Watching uh, Rachel Hollis, I don't know if you caught her documentary recently, but she did, uh, at one of her events, she did, she did an event where it was stand up for your sister. And one of, mm. the, one of the, just it just grabbed my heart, was that yeah. when you were standing up for your sister, you stood up for somebody that was struggling with a, with a different list of, of challenges. But one of yeah. them was, I hate my body. Oh, wow. 99% of the people in the audience stood up. And I'm like, such a simple decision that you could make today that you're going to love your body. Like, you're going to love it. The curves, the wrinkles, the, you know, whatever it is, just that decision as a group of women. If we all walked around with that confidence and smiling at (laughs) one another and it's like, oh, my gosh, Michelle, your hair looks great today. You're beautiful. Do you know how amazing you are instead that's yeah. not the state that we're in, and so we've got to come out of this self suffering together so that we can yeah. increase joy I love that.
0: Uh, it is as simple sometimes as making that decision, and it is so much easier to make that decision when you have a community around you
1: that's absolutely so. and that's where as Oh, I was going to say, that's where a lot of us, like, we are so powerful. You know, somebody asked me, who's your tribe? Like, where do you get filled up? Mm -hmm. And, you know, I have a tribe that's called M1, which is awesome, great mentor and whatnot that I've got people all over the world that support Mm -hmm. this area of my life of personal growth and development. And then I have another tribe that supports me in my business. And they're like, how did you find it? And I'm like, I looked and it was, it didn't exist. So I created my own. You know, and that's where we've got to just realize that we have more power that if we don't have like-minded people that are lifting you up, you can create it at any moment. That's part of the new story is just writing that down as a goal.
0: Yeah, because when you're aware of it, then you can can create it or find it. Yeah. That's awesome. So for everybody listening, there will be a link either uh, right below the video or in the show notes if you're listening on iTunes or other audio to where you can go and connect with Kelly. Find out more about what she's up to Grab a copy of her book, Big Voices. You can find that on Amazon, anywhere books are sold. Check that out. And uh, go see if maybe this is a movement that you want to be part of in uh, shifting things for women worldwide. Kelly, thanks so much for coming on the show today.
1: Awesome, Michelle. It's been a pleasure to meet you. Absolutely.
0: Uh, With that, we will wrap up this episode. Wherever you're watching, be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and we will see you back for another episode of The Art of Giving a Damn.